Hi, this is Cliff Grigo for the picture-poems.com website and the circle in the square. Thanks for tuning in. I wanted to try something a little bit different as a follow-up to our White Barks of the Wallawas calendar. I'm back down at uh, my little shoebox office in Happy Eagle Valley. And I've had so much uh, wonderful positive feedback, as we say, from friends in other interested parties in the commentary, the um, two hours of field notes uh, reports that I did for the White Barks of the Wallawas. And I thought I would just sit uh, down and do something similar, step by step, using different uh, recording techniques uh, as a, for me, challenging and fun way of getting into it. But anyway, there are three uh, picture-poems.com slash calendars. That's a little micro website for this stuff and uh, uh, three uh, just for uh, what I call metaphysical miniatures. That's its own distinct genre, genus, species. And uh, it's not quite poetry, it's not quite aphorism. It's what uh, uh, the, the best description is by uh, the uh, German poet and scientist and philosopher uh, Goethe as Sprüche in Prose, uh, sayings in prose, and or using a different tradition, the um, Yoga Patanjali uh, Sutra uh, tradition, is that what you do is you try to put an idea in its essential language, musical, rhythmic, philosophical, metaphysical form. So you can see it's um, uh, a natural, spiritual, philosophical center for all the work we're doing here in Northeast Oregon and in the Alps and Amsterdam, Holland, that uh, uh, what we're trying to do is get relevant, crucially important ideas, spiritually, philosophically, artistically, crystal clear, without bothering about um, traditions in aesthetics and philosophy, and even in a way science. So we're stepping back and looking at things from the widest possible circle um, of what we're calling uh, dialogue, a kind of spiritual dialogue, an internal dialogue as well together with others that we're asking um, the, the aphorism of Emerson comes to mind, poetry, I'm just paraphrasing, saying the most important things in the most, in the simplest of possible ways, which was picked up 
by the great R. Buckminster Fuller, Bucky Fuller, the great poet designer of the geodesic dome. And then his uh, uh, great aunt, uh, by the way, was uh, the equally great Margaret Fuller, also a transcendentalist, the, uh, one of the uh, mothers of real worldwide uh, spiritual feminism. Well, and Fuller uh, would say, referring then not to poetry, but to design, nature is saying the most important things in the simplest of possible ways. So our first calendar, which again, that's picture-poems.com slash calendars. The uh, hard copy print calendars, if you wish to support our work, well, that's a, that's a good way to do it. Um, um, they're lovely, uh, uh, quite good black and white uh, prints, about uh, eight by 10 at a reasonable price plus shipping. But the, as I mentioned the last time, the ebook versions are completely and totally free. So all you have to do is figure out what button to push. And in the current era of this incredible digital revolution, it really is quite remarkable <laughs> that uh, uh, the, I'm not being critical, I'm uh, looking at myself. We have all this technology, but how we use it, well, we're uh, losing the great uh, karmic battle of the demonic and divine that the uh, uh, demonic forces are leveraging computers even though they had absolutely nothing to do with their design and implementation and whatnot, but to great uh, advantage. And some might say, some might say, uh, are giving us one heck of a beating as we speak. So uh, we're turning and looking in a completely direction, different directions. So our uh, primary concern, without aligning ourselves with the, too much with the Eastern tradition, but in the same spirit in a way, with the, uh, the ground of what is truth, and what other traditions have called the divine. Not saying that we know what it is, but we're mostly concerned about what it is not. So each calendar puts out a set. I think about, uh, there's so many of them, I have a hard time keeping track of them. Uh, 24, so it's a two-year set. And again, they're not meant to be put up on the wall, though you usually could do that. They're meant to be uh, carried around as heavy as they are, and to meditate on them, pull it up, just like I'm looking right now at the kickoff of the uh, 100 calendars, uh, 100 miniature calendar number one, and it's uh, one of my uh, favorites. And so I learned these uh, by heart as part of the circle and the square yoga Alexander technique practice project. Uh, that's called, uh, for kids, Talking Hands, Talking Feet, which I work on personally uh, an hour, two or three uh, every single day as part of a yoga practice. 
So uh, you learn them by heart, and that's aligning ourselves with the sutra. That means sutra, the Proto-Indo-European root, very fascinating. Suture, thread, uh, something that it's being tied together. So we're tying together the energy and good thoughts of the world and meditating on them. So the very first one, let's see. I normally don't do this, so I'll allow myself to actually look at the text. I always say, like musicians who use music, uh, they're still just practicing. All really good musicians play without music. I don't care what kind of music it is. And if they don't do that, then there's usually something wrong with the music. There are exceptions, of course. But we shape the music, and then the music shapes us. And now these are black and white photographs which is a marvelous art form. Not that I'm very good at it, but uh, uh, I just love dabbling in it as part of my music. So when you go back and forth uh, between uh, so-called different art forms, well, a kind of synergistic movement takes place, which is crucial for learning and education. So the circle and the square, uh, our music, poetry, and dance project, it's definitely new music, new poetry, new dance project. Um, uh, well, it's about that very thing, that poetry puts music instantly in its proper circle of um, meaning, movement, and energy. You see, so much new uh, music, improvised, notated, or otherwise, it's just utterly meaningless. And you can turn your back to that fact and play false both together and with other people and think that it, uh, uh, just assume that it has meaning for other people other than the ones who are actually getting paid and performing and doing it. Well, um, just like in politics, uh, they assume the same thing, whereas uh, the actual truth of the thing is, is that it's utterly meaningless. Um, and uh, luckily, poetry, uh, the arts, when it becomes that way, only destroys basically everything around the people who are doing it. It doesn't quite destroy the earth. But politics is, um, well, uh, so destructive in the current era. We'll come back to this miniature music that it could actually uh, 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 destroy much of civilization, if not the whole of Creatura, on our wonderful planet Earth. So we're looking at this ah, marvelous photo, science, yes. Some, some people still believe in science. It's a part of the picture poem, Theater of the New Project. The unity, organic unity of a new spirituality, call it a religion if you want, but if it has a name, we question it. So Buddhism is out, Catholicism is out, at least we're questioning. But spirituality is nonetheless crucially important. So it's taking us always to the edge of the unknown, uh, the known universe. So we're looking at a photograph of the great Hubble um, Observatory and by golly, an Earth-like planet orbiting its own sun. And it's a really striking achievement of 
a spiritual self-reflection that the probability, they say, is one. That's 100% that there are other people, people, space brothers and sisters out there some someplace. And music is, in our view, definitely the way to explore that in every single regard, spiritually, mathematically, in terms of sound, emotionally, and in terms of sharing and performance. So we shape the music, and then the music shapes us. So that kicks off our calendar, and it's a meditation on that tremendous achievement in terms of photography to be able to do that, that we are not thankful every day for that achievement is a mystery to me. And that we allow ourselves to be led straight to hell by a dysfunctional, illusory democracy. And utterly despicable, self-centered, era leadership, false leadership. Well, you can't blame them. You can only blame us that we're letting it happen. We shape the music and then the music shapes us. So what I'm saying is that music is of tremendous consequence. That it's not just nothing. And I'm speaking to myself too. Most of the music I experience is coming out of speakers or headphones or whatever. But at least I've had that privilege of a completely organic, as we say, that's a retronym, organic music, right? Organic, natural, living sound. So how does this one go? Music is movement. Music is a movement of relationship. For mathematicians or mathematical composers, those are geometric rhythms. So any kind of geometric rhythm is going to be spiraling around the center with wonderfully irrational numbers. If you don't quite get what I mean, just listen to the sound. Can you program a... Yes, you can program a computer to do that and it will perform it far better than any human being that I know. And that's only because we human beings are conditioned not to think in geometric rhythms. Uh, we're conditioned to think in arithmetic, uh, uh, box-like rhythms. So one, two, three, four. One, two. Uh, I would make a bet with anyone, go into your uh, SUV or... Uh, um, um, what do they call that, uh, diesel, uh, 250, 350, 450 uh, pickup, and turn on the radio. Uh, if you don't listen to Attack Dog, uh, Rush Limbaugh and all the rest of it, that's totally dominated the airways successfully, thanks to uh, Rupert Murdoch. And the, it's these English-speaking cultures that we have to come. <laughs> Australians, totally hopeless, totally hopeless. They're sending us that to Rupert Murdoch, just totally corrupting the American airways. Shame, shame, shame on Australia that they let that happen. Well, anyway, we shape the music and then the music shapes us. Well, out of that speaker in your 250, 350, whatever, 50 uh, diesel pickup, uh, 
killing both you and the earth, but you're enjoying it as, as we're sinking. That, and there will be a music coming out of the speaker that is always determined by a square. Hmm, I wonder why that is. Well, I'll leave that in the middle, but it has profound energetic spiritual consequences. It's not just the attack dog radio. That's equally evil. But uh, the music coming out, and even if you do progressive radio, listen to the garbage they put in between their uh, political segments. I won't mention names, <laughs> but it's appalling. It's appalling. So we're taking music, we're putting it right at the center of the universe, not on this garbage belt periphery. Just as a suggestion. And personally, that's my own natural in inclination. We shape the music, and then the music shapes us. You see, I'm putting it in there to punch you right in the gut. I normally say, we shape the world, and the world shapes us. So what I'm referring to is mutual causation. So that's just a way of talking, right? Really, you can't say which one is causing what. They both arise together. That's a primary concept I've read and been told in Buddhism. Well, we completely resonate with that. And to give it emphasis, we say, we shape the music and then the music shapes us. But there's really no time involved. So music is movement. Music is a movement, a relationship. Music is a movement, a relationship that we sense, not just hear, but sense. So there's a lot in that that's realigning ourselves and reorienting our whole approach to music. And it's right in the rhythms of the sutra, of the little miniature. So we completely embrace the idea of Jito Krishnamurti, that life is a movement of relationship. Why? Because it's so beautifully simple. Without, of course, saying that whatever you say it is, it isn't. That's Alfred Korzybski, a logician at the Princeton, the wonderful Princeton Einstein think tank. What did they call it for advanced center for advanced studies. Whatever you say it is, it isn't. So we're stepping back from a life as a movement to relationship. It's a very beautiful way to look at things. And if you're a mathematician or a musician, well, is that, oh, that's beautiful. We say, ah, yes, that mathematics is simply relationship of relationship, right? Both qualitative and quantitative. And forget all of that left brain, right brain rubbish. I mean, that's just the way of thinking, right? There might be a bit of truth in that. But it's much more complex, I think, and much richer. That's our view. So what we're looking at in the circle and the square and picture poems, theater, and noon, all these sister projects that we do that are brought together in these miniatures. So forget about calendar, who cares? It's just a good way of sharing prints that are meant as meditations for the saying the most important things.
in the simplest of possible ways. Well, that little gem is worth a lifetime. So we align ourselves resonantly with the great transcendentalist, but it's more, we're moving on. So a qualitative, quantitative, that's how you don't torture mathematically inclined beings like me. Uh, you ease into the quantitative bit and then always go back to which one is more primary? We don't know, do we? That's an open question. And once we get into the wider circle of the unmeasurable, the unknown and the truth, and that's why this photograph is so beautiful, what do we, we know nothing. We're just beginning in our great Carl Sagan-inspired journey of the cosmos, right? We're just beginning. But of course, if we allow ourselves to be dragged into this geometry of life, is two guns pointed at each other, and not the geometry of life is a circle. Then, boy, oh boy, our days are not only numbered, but they shall be intensely filled with the most despicable, irresponsible form of violence. So we're questioning all that, and music is a part of it. And don't forget, it is not possible to compose fascist poetry or fascist music. It's not possible. They might pick up cheap, you know, uh, someone like Strauss or something, might embrace Hitler or whatever. Or now, is, is there a poet laureate for the United States in February the 19th? 2019, it's not possible. How would it be possible? No. Art always aligns itself with truth. And in whatever you say it is, it isn't. So it's not saying that you have put the truth in your pocket and now you're going to sell it. It's the other way around. So that's what this meditation is about is getting the bullshit out of the way. And brothers and sisters, if you think that the art music world is free of bullshit, I beg to differ. Excuse my French. But North America is a musical, in my view, North America, Australia, Europe, they're musical wastelands in terms of the spiritual dimension of art music with a capital A, that which resonates with Hildegard von Bingen, Johann Sebastian Bach, Igor Stravinsky. Edgar Perez. It's a wasteland with a very high level of technical achievement but just one cult within another, out of minimalism, maximalism, you name it. And the touchstone of that is, would you learn it by heart? No. It'll destroy you if you do, because the music is so inherently imbalanced. So we're taking music very simple, seriously. Music is the center of everything. 
the world is sound, nada, brahma. We're taking that very seriously. Also mathematically and scientifically. So primary concepts become like resonance. Music, and resonance with what? With the earth. Show me the music that's been composed in the past hundred years that resonates with earth. The Western tradition lost that hundreds of years ago. It's only a, a, a vestige. Is it still like a little piece of glacier ice that's still there in the music of Bach? And that's 300 years ago, let alone the stuff that's coming out when you get into your diesel pickup with the motor running and the windows rolled up so you don't notice the 40 degrees heat out there that your tires are melting into the tarmac and listen to music coming from the commercial forces of Sony and Hollywood and the rest of the world. Your 4-4 prison of whatever. Music is movement. Music is a movement of relationship. Music is a movement of relationship that we sense, not just hear, but sense. Music is a movement of relationship that we sense somatically. That means with your whole mind-body instrument. By means of the instrument of our whole mind-body. Not just your eyes, not just thinking a little bit about theory, not just projecting an idea about belonging to whatever kind of substratum cult. What shapes sensing is formative metaphor. This is crucially important. It's, so it's at the center of the sutra miniature. What shapes sensing is formative metaphor, but which metaphor shall shape our experience? Which one? Domination, force, conflict, aggression? Again, the, what is the geometry of life? What is the geometry of life? Turn this recording off wherever you might be sitting. I hope you're outside. And just walk into a store. Walk into a library. Walk into your university classroom when you're teaching and start meditating on what is the geometry of life that's tacitly, silently there in the background shaping our behavior and perception. Is it two guns pointed at each other? Or is it a circle? Which includes not just you and all the other humans around you, but the whole of Creatura, the whole of the living planet, universe. So we're all brothers and sisters, you and I. The rock, the river, the tree, the sky. So just two guns pointed at each other. Well, because of this attack dog culture that has totally come to dominate the airways, people can no longer think about anything. All they do is attack each other. And then they've been given these 
Not dog whistles, there's much worse than that. These mean pieces of meat, really. And so, uh, in North America, for the next two years, we'll be attacking whatever, socialism or whatever. But the attack dogs, they know absolutely nothing about what they're attacking, except the meat, and they've been programmed to do it. And so what is right action when confronted? That one does not partake in that geometry. Full stop. Why? Because it's an illusion. It's not based on any truth. It has a reality, certainly, which is entirely a projection of thought. But it has what we call zero truth in function. So it's like a wheel on a bike. We all know what that is to true. It's a beautiful expression that it runs perfectly straight. And what's the sign that it's perfectly straight? It's like in music, when you're imperfectly tune, in tune, you have absolutely no idea. <laughs> you're simply moving. You are the music. Oh, and then it goes off, and then there's a division between you and the music. And if you're good, you instantly, outside of time, correct that. That can be taught. Why? Because it's a natural uh, uh, gift of human con of consciousness that we sense contradiction with our whole being. And it takes years of conditioning not to unlearn that, but to suppress it. Show me the young poet or composer that's not in a cage, a prison of conditioning that they've already assimilated by the time they're 10, let alone 20. So the circle and the square is about liberating ourselves from that prison. Not that I say that I know the way to liberation is simply by not turning our back on the contradictions that are right there looking at us. So no more playing false together. That's what this miniature is about. So which metaphor? Well, ladies and gentlemen, the music that we hear is coming out of that life is two guns pointed at each other, the geometry. That's how the whole, whole art world functions. Traditionally, an orchestra is the paradigm of the pyramid of control. Again, pull out a dollar bill if you're in America and look at the despicable, uh, not so great seal of North America on the back of a dollar bill with an ill-proportioned pyramid with a top hacked off and an omnipotent eye of control gazing down on us as the eye of God that has now taken over the government. It's one of the ugliest sacred geometry, era geometry forms of all time. The second most ugly would be the rectilinear grid, grid that has been imposed on the North America continent, the Australia continent. What's it good for? Absolutely nothing except cars. It's a totally dehumanized landscape. 
So that architecture, what we're saying, we shape the world and then the world shapes us. We shape the world and the world shapes us. You design a rectilinear landscape, force people to live in these little square homes and little square, their, their minds become little square. And before you know it, they become attack dogs for the most despicable forces on the planet and are totally unaware that they're destroying the very things that are most important to they themselves. How is it possible? Again, sending our curses down to the brothers and sisters in Australia that they dumped Rupert Mur Murdoch on us. It was so predictable that that would happen. Now, why was it not stopped? That's a big question. It's not possible to stop fascism with violence, right? We are all fascists, potentially. All that is, it's not complicated. It's just thought taken to the bitter extreme, but it's inherent in thought. So we shape the world and then the music shapes us. Or shall it instead be the imagery of friendship, dialogue, contemplation? We're not being fluffy new age here. The fierce energy of outrage. The empathy of shared grief. The wonder of distant stars. It is up to us. We shape the music and then the music shapes us. Well, maybe we ought to just stop it uh, for there. Stop it there. Thanks for listening. This is the uh, first part. I'll do a set of these and keep them shorter. For the 100 miniatures calendars, there are three of them again. Uh, this is our little infomercial, Spread the Word, picture-poems.com slash calendars. That uh, your donations and purchases of the hard copy um, help keep the servers uh, running. And uh, if you'd like the digital copy that you can easily pack around in your cell phone and other devices, even into the wilderness these days, heaven forbid, or perhaps that's an opportunity. Well, um, they're all on that page, picture-poems.com slash calendars. Thanks for listening. This is Cliff. Ciao for now.